When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Oh, man. <clears throat> what, what, what time is it? I know it's not Wednesday anymore. And I know it's barely Thursday. So, wait, 11.30? Well, you have to figure it's nine o'clock somewhere, huh? <laughs> not even, not even. Anyway, hello to everybody out there, and hello to those in Mountain Time. Time to get right into it because welcome to the J Man Show here on J360 And welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. I am your host, J.M. Brady, a.k.a. the J-Man, a.k.a. why the hell are you late? <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you all. Juggling so many things at once. You know, somehow along the way, time has a funny way of telling you that, you know, you better get stuff together because July is gone. Your summer is pretty much done. And August is nothing but just making sure that you uh, have your college stuff ready, in addition to all the things for J360 TV, and of course the J360 Productions website. Now, while I'm preparing the J360 Productions website, I also have to remember some of the content that we're bringing out for you all. While we discuss a lot of news and a lot of entertainment things that are happening in the world, sometimes it can be convoluted, because you know that fake news thing? It ain't too far from the point, because there's a lot of people out there with some puff posts. And you see, as I put together stuff for you all, I have to realize, you know, I can't gonzo report things. I have to come up with facts. And I have to also make sure that, you know, you know what's going on. The beautiful part about Delaware is we got a lot of great local talent around here. So, you know, I mean, hell, we're part of it. But the truth is, is this. You know, a lot of those people deserve a spotlight. A lot of these um, concepts here deserve to be talked about. So in addition to doing a lot of local things, you know, we look at some of the national stuff that's going on, too. And I've seen from certain publications like Screen Rant, uh, we got this covered, Cosmic, Comic News, and such. Man, we are really in a fight for attention, aren't we? You know? You, You ever think about it sometimes with indie publications? I mean, keep in mind... Some of those indie publications are great, don't get me wrong, but then you have like some that just go ahead and throw some clickbaity titles like, oh, you know, this one on screen right, right now is saying that they're bringing back the best Loki, the one from uh, Endgame for this uh, Disney Plus streaming series. Keep in mind it's a limited series, and sure, I mean, I'm welcome to see that version of Loki, I guess. But at the same time, everybody pretty much knows that because the one that's in like the main continuity, if you remember continuity, because that's the thing in the past, whenever you use time travel, you know, as a way to serve things. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good that happened within game. But then there are parts in game where you're like, yeah, I'm confused. 
And yeah, things are so some op- things are so open ended with that <laughs> that it caused nothing more than a lot of damage in certain areas and in other areas it's unexplained. Because right off the bat, you're hearing all these things become confirmed. Right now, Kevin Fiji is uh, confirming a lot of wild stuff in addition to, say, J.K. Rowling with some things. You know, you can tell she's just tired of uh, the Harry Potter franchise because anytime somebody asks her about something, like regarding the sexual, you know, sexual um, identity of a character or the idea of, hey, who's into who, She'll go ahead and she'll confirm this crap. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm wondering whether she's torching the franchise and running or the fact that she's just tired of withholding that stuff because people are so soaked into that. You know what I'm saying? But going back to Fiji, allegedly he confirms that Scarlet Witch could have beaten Thanos one-on-one. Okay. Okay. I mean, at the same time, it didn't happen. I mean, granted, she uh, made, you know... Granted, she made him run for his money and pretty much beat the crap out of him from time to time. But remember at the end of Infinity War where, like, he rewinded time just to pretty much punish her (laughs) at best and destroy her android boyfriend? Vision got all sorts of messed up in that movie. And granted, Wanda held her own, but, you know, there were times where... I I don't know. It's debatable who experienced the most loss. Was it Thor or was it Wanda? I'm going to say that she held her own... But, you know, it didn't happen. You see what I'm saying? It's one of those kind of things where you're like, damn, am I the only one that watched the movie and saw that things did not go the way as certain fan theories go? You seem like nowadays that's all people want to do. In addition to talking about, in addition to talking about, oh, these are the things that we want for the MCU now. Oh, yeah, this is what our cast for the Fantastic Four should be. We should race left all these, and we should go ahead and, and, and come up with things that have nothing to do with the book. Or at the same time, we'll try to go ahead and rope in stuff from the book because it's canon, and it's that canon that we enjoy, rather than the canon that actually should help the franchise grow. You know, it, it's it's like, come on, folks, what the f- yeah, I tried not to cuss, man, but you know, there are times that I've done plenty of cussing this week on certain things. And I'm like, I look at it now and I'm like, are they even serving the point? Because like, see, some of these things, even if they're tidbits, chances are they're not even in the final print of this movie. And then they got the nerd to want to tell you about certain aspects outside the movie, outside the whole thing. And then it's like, at the end of the day... You try to call them out on it, though. Good good luck doing this. Because for certain publications, you realize they can't handle criticism. So they got the nerve to want to tell you, oh, well, well, you, you know, uh, we're, we're not going to be wrong, but we're going to do the best we can to make sure you're wrong. And, and we're going to throw away our counter argument. And we're going to try to put, put you into submission because who are you? We got our fans. Yada, yada, yada. It's like, mm, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're allowed to have our audience just like you guys are, but here's the thing. We're not going to go ahead and steer the pot around to the point to like feed them some sugar water and tell them it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, it, when you think about that kind of logic, it kind of makes Rudy Giuliani's whole thing about truth isn't truth <laughs> a little bit more uh, full of hot air than it already is. And at the end of the day, I, I just look at it and I'm like, what is wrong with the media that surrounds us? You know? Like, all of it. 
sometimes is inconclusive. Like you look at the mainstream media, whose job it is pretty much to let us know a few things. Hell, but now we've gotten so lazy and so insecure about ourselves, we expect them to tell us everything, don't we? We expect them to tell us pretty much what to eat, what cars to buy, where to go from here. Pretty much getting to the point of how to think and how to approach things every day. Hey, if you want more boasts and posts and, and lots of attention on social media, do this. Oh yeah, do you know how to make yourself more conceited and everything else? Kindly take a good look at the Washington Post. Or you know what? Don't go to Disney World by yourself or with your girlfriend or boyfriend or you know, menage a trois, vice versa, because that's weird to go without kids, according to the New York Post. Yeah, to hell with you too, New York Post. I mean, at the end of the day, who are you to go ahead and tell somebody what to do with their free time on their vacation time or whatever? You see, the thing about me is I don't have any kids. And, you know, there's a lady I'm looking into. Not to mention, like, if that doesn't work out, there's plenty of other women to talk to. But the thing about it is, is this. If me and that lady go to Disney World, why not just... (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we went to Disney World because we wanted to go. Maybe we went to Disneyland because we wanted to go. Our money to spend to go. That's the point. It isn't strange to do that. Matter of fact, that's why Disney, all the Disney parks have something for adults too, in addition to the nostalgia for the kids. You know, there, there's a lot more Stranger Things going on, and they're sitting there talking about like what was actually one of the most important things that happened at theme parks all the time is like you know early 20s to 30s to 40 year old people who don't have any kids they go to the damn park all the time you know what i'm saying and they should it's open to everyone but for some reason they ran with this whole title here i guess to either trigger people or to get people to start you know, looking at them and, and spraying that salt around or whatever because it's, quote, edgy. And I just hate it when publications have to go that extra mile and pull, like, one great reach in order to get that attention. It couldn't be something with some facts to it. It couldn't be something like, hey, let's talk about the cure for one of the multiple layers of cancer out there. It couldn't be like something to actually benefit mankind. Or, you know, when you look at it's election time again, so right now all the candidates are getting really, really salty with each other. It couldn't be like, you know, who fits the ideal of getting the job done? Because right now they're making it look like Trump can win by a landslide simply because nobody wants to put up with that mess right now. You know? And you see, regardless what, I'm still not going to vote for Trump. But I will say this much, all those other candidates over there, you're wondering which one is going to benefit you because I'm not giving Kamala Harris a vote. I'm not giving Cory Booker a vote. I mean, the same could be said about Gillibrand. The same could be said about, I mean, Warren does seem to be okay. But then you look at Bernie, Bernie might have a shot, maybe. I mean, and then I could always just stick local and say, you know what, regardless of what Biden did in the past. Chances are my state pretty much thrived under him. I mean, you could go ahead and say all that because, you know, we put up with him the longest. But then you look at like how everything is just built off of he said, she said, and all these other finger points that go around here. And then you miss the bare minimum of the fact of who is going to benefit us.
I mean, at the end of the day, the anti-Trump rhetoric can only get you so far. Remember when I said why I don't mention him that much on this series like I used to? Because right now what he does, you know, I've expected it a long time. All the racist stuff that he said, all of these things that show up, the evidence is right there. But here's the thing. There's also this where you have like politicians coming together and speaking about anything nowadays. They all have an agenda underneath all of it. And then you look at politics as a necessary evil because we're supposed to be in a representative democracy. But things, so many things have pretty much lost touch in one way or another. We don't have a grounding on it, but it's a lot of ego stroking and circle jerking. And it's not helping. Like, I look at it from time to time. The showboating alone kills me. But then I'm like, you know, what what story is going to run this? And you take a look at Fox News, and they're just buffering and laughing the whole <laughs> whole time. They don't care about racism. You know what I'm saying? To them, they think he's just doing the Lord's work. And then you look over at MSNBC, and you're like, they're saying nothing but anti-this, anti-that, anti-this. And it's like, okay, what has he done for us in the two and a half years that he's been there? You know what I'm saying? And then you hope that you get some neutral news from CNN, but yeah, let, let, let that sink in. CNN neutral, right? Right? I mean, there are times where they're on point, but then there are times where they just slowly but surely go off the deep end. And then, like, you know, who's to say that other publications don't do the same thing? Of course, if you're on that level, there is no fair and unbiased media, it seems like, these days. Because nowadays, people are just going ahead and saying, I'm right, you're wrong, you don't know what you're doing, even though you've been living life how long you have been living it, and you know right from wrong. But you see, like, if anything else, these these outlets here, they roam around us and give us information all the time. Like castor oil. Or a suppository up the rectum. You see what I'm saying? One way or another, they're going to go ahead and serve that to you. And then they hope that you regurgitate it. Then they'll go ahead and come up with another uh, article, either not too long later in the day, or sometime around in the week, to try to counter that regurgitated nonsense you said. You know what I mean? And instead of just telling you that you were wrong, or just admitting that they were wrong because you were the mouthpiece for them for free, aka the talking town, you know, you're the one that looks foolish. They're pretty much backing on that ad revenue. Now, there are some publications, like for me, I would like to say, and shout out to the guys from Waffle Podcast for helping me out on this one, or Waffle Productions, by the way. You should check them out. They told me about, like, some of the, um, the stuff for media publication, because I'm going back into filmmaking, y'all. So, you know, such as Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, and Deadline. Because they pretty much are in Hollywood and know what's going on. And Hollywood can be a whole within itself. We got more episodes to do about that one. Of course, some of y'all are really upset about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood right now because of the whole Bruce Lee thing. And, and, and you know what? what? Let me take a little tangent on that. It's a parody. This is what Quentin, Quentin Tarantino does. I mean, if you look at some of his elder work, he borrows from a lot of different filmmakers and a lot of different techniques. Bruce Lee is no obsession. You know, no exception, I mean. Because <laughs> you've all seen Kill Bill, right? He honored the man in Game of Death. I mean, all of that right there was just beautiful. And then he does a fake caricature of pretty much an overzealous prima donna type 
that acts like Bruce Lee, and then at the same time, that character gets his ass kicked by one of the main characters in that movie, and the reason why I'm using that in um, vague tones for a little bit, broad tones, I should say, is because, you know, some of y'all have not seen this movie. You've taken the time to protest it, but you gotta go see this movie, at least, and it it was pretty much a tongue-in-cheek look at that. It was a parody, and I apologize for Shannon Lee, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand, you know, her father is still an icon to everybody. But so many people get so butthurt and so long in the tooth about stuff. It's like, you know, don't let that one scene stop you and bother you. You know, like, Bruce exploitation was actually a very serious thing after Bruce passed on. You do know that, right? In addition to, like, black cinema and black exploitation. I can understand where this is a problem, and some people will think that that parody alone is, like, quote-unquote, the actual look of Bruce Lee, but Bruce Lee was one of the most humble, hard-working people in existence. You know, but at the end of the day, here's how you really defend his legacy. You know that's not him. You know he's not about that life, but you know at the same time, Quentin Tarantino is just making a movie that provides a tongue-in-cheek look at how Hollywood life is. It ain't no different than any of his other movies. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's, you know, you can get mad at him all you want to, but, you know, sometimes parody and comedy and all that stuff, they exist because it's satire about something. And you see, a long time ago, we used to be able to do that. We all knew it wasn't true, and then we don't try to cement this thing as true, but now everybody wants to go ahead and take a look at that, make it more controversial. Either way, that's going to be a selling point of that movie now, rather than the overall crux of the movie, which is what makes it so sad. And then, of course, you got mainstream media coming along because the way our sensitivity goes nowadays, because we don't critically think and question things like we should, they'll go ahead and they'll say, oh, my God, isn't that racist the way they do that? That's horrible. You know, it's it's, it's amazing that we even live in these times. How are we going to put a stop to it? See how pretentious that tone of my voice is? And they do that every night. Mainstream media is a real hole. I mean, I'm saying that at the risk of working for them. Granted, uh, I'm sure I'm probably not going to be in the studio with them. I'll probably be on the road doing a lot of street reporting. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm happy about that. (laughs) Or doing some camera work and stuff. Sure, I'll be in the hot blazing sun in the cold, freezing winter from time to time. But, you know, at least I'm doing my job there. But when you think about it, it's like... Where the hell do y'all come up with this kind of stuff? I mean, this bleeds, it reads, at the cost of your own morale? You know what I'm saying? Like, at one time, people used to have this kind of thing. If it was bad, and there were no credible facts behind it, you didn't run it. But the thing of the past, boy, I tell you, you need sensationalism. You need to fight for that all-time ad revenue. You need to constantly be in the field and seeing what's happening. And regardless of who the, who the people are, because, you know, we need the action and the victims. That's what we need. And once we go with that, you know, we have something here. And then, of course, hey, hey, make sure this, you know, we're not racist, but color plays a main fact in it. If they're all a whole group of minorities, well, you know, chances are we'll put you on the back page for that. But if one out there is a beautiful white woman or whatever, chances are that's going to be up in the front page because we need that. Mr. White Woman Syndrome. You know what I'm saying? See, at the end of the day, I don't want no happy news. I want you to go out there and get me some BS, J-Man. And why? 
while you're at it, you know what I mean? Keep selling it. Keep going ahead and playing on our emotions and things. Think of Jesse Smollett. He was a victim. Actually, Jesse Smollett was a dumbass, but okay. <laughs> you know, things like that. You see, at that point, then I got to look at my editor, and I know my editor is thirsty for some nonsense. If any of you have seen that movie, Nightcrawler, you'll know. And I'm not talking about the X-Men, which, by the way, eh, Jonathan Hickman's doing a pretty good job with the X-Men, huh? You know, he's taking them and pushing them in a whole different direction. Well, not really. I, I, I think it reminds me of House of M. But at the same time, you know, what, whatever, right? Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to give it its I'm going to give it its due, but here's the thing. A lot of people are sitting there glorifying and praising this, but I wonder how many people are actually reading comics nowadays cuz I heard that the industry was kind of in a hole, but then again, you know, it depends on where you get your news from, right? Cuz for a while they they were trying to cover that up. Trying to. Matter of fact, like a lot of the creative uh institutions and outlets around us are just in a way, because you got massive internet censorship going on too, and I sit there and I look at it, and I'm like, how, how are you going to censor something that somebody else is out here putting their hard work into, not trying to pay into promoting their stuff on social media? Social media was free for the longest time, but not anymore. I mean, after all, Facebook and Instagram's algorithms are seeing ways to try to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, that's pretty cool what you did. How about going ahead and doing an ad campaign with us so that we could go ahead and get you that exposure, get you that boosted going on? See, because a long time ago, it used to be word of mouth, and it used to be just post, post, post. But nowadays, finding more ways to try to hold that back, try to shadow ban people. Um, the SEU optimization is not the same way it used to be, so you got to go ahead and work that extra mile so you can get people looking and noticing your content. And at the end of the day, you can see like how all this stuff is in a circle. Yeah, I'm talking in tones of a spiral here because that's pretty much where we're at. And keep in mind, with all this stuff in front of me, do you think this um, gives me the desire to quit or gives me the desire to just go ahead and say, you know what, the hell with all of it? No, it doesn't. You know why? Because all of this stuff just proves... That's why you all need J360 Productions, why you all need something like Waffle Productions and any of these other independent creators out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that we all should stop doing what we do. Oh, no, 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 no. We should keep fighting. We should keep putting stuff out there. We have to be a community and we have to keep sharing our content. We have to keep pushing each other that extra mile and motivating one another. Even if we do bad episodes, or even if we do episodes that seem to be a rehash of other episodes that we have made, we gotta always be there for each one another. And then that way, you know, regardless of what the outcome is, and try to stay honest with each other, maybe we can get somewhere. That's how you defeat something like all of these giant corporations out here from manipulating. And then there's times where, you know what, after you're done doing your work, and after you're done helping out in the community... Turn it off a little bit. Get away from all that stuff. Do what I do. Read a book. Or even better, just take one hell of a nap. Which is why I was late in the first place, because I needed it, y'all. I was going insane for a little bit. Yeah. Once you notice that you are starting to be concerned about certain things a little too much, you need to go to bed. <laughs> You see, nowadays I got more self-control about that, and quite a lot of us do, because 
It, it can be a real pill, man. Like, think about it. Some of us worry too much about certain circumstances like our analytics, our ad revenue, uh, ways to keep our businesses afloat, which is why we have Patreon. But even then, Patreon got different kind of tiers and different kind of ways to use Patreon now. Things have changed a lot, but it's not impossible to do this. You just got to be willing to put the work in. If anything, don't worry about getting instantly famous. That can happen with some controversy. But after a while, when controversy runs dry and your credibility's out the window, where do you go at then? Ask yourself that as a creator. And then, also as a creator, ask what you put out there. Was it credible? Was there factual evidence behind it? And if you're doing a satire and a parody, you know, there's always going to be that one person offended. But here's the thing. You probably put down there in fine print that this is satire. You know what I'm saying? I have another project that deals with that coming soon especially on J360 TV. Like I've told some podcasters in a little group that we're in, you know, creators of the next wave that, you know, we're going to use YouTube regardless. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of people sit there and get offended by the content that we make. We do comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, I was inspired by the Def Jam crew. S. Anthony Thomas is a great comedian. Joe Moffat is a great comedian. You know, and that's just to name some of the ones that I do know. But nowadays, everybody sits there, wants to censor, wants to be about this, this, this soft way of doing things or want to go ahead and prey on everybody's insecurities because that's where the easy money is. And it's just like, I'm disgusted. I'm really disgusted. Where's the real news? Where's something to back all this up? Where's the real interviews? And where is like all the stuff that tells you that these things are going to happen in these upcoming movies? And when is something going to give you insight on the indie crowd? Because, well, at the same time, if you're tired of mainstream, why not look at the indies? At least they're killing it. You know? But then everybody sits there and prey on each other's fears. Because a lot of people, you know, they call themselves filmmakers, but they don't make movies because... They're afraid of how much they're going to be drawn out. And then in some other cases, they're going to be afraid of how much they're going to get paid. And you know you want to have a livable income when you're doing creatives. Like, I'm not mad at anybody going for the money. But what I am mad about is how people try to take misinformation, tie it up in a nice little ribbon and bow, sell it out there to the populace, the populace eat it, then they regurgitate it, then it cycles around into other different flavors, and then it becomes a genre of its own. Not fake news per se, but stank news. Let's call it that, because it really smells after a while. You see what I'm saying? To the point where it's like, no, not a fan of this at all. Don't see where the moral is. And ironically enough, I have morals. Maybe that's what's kind of You know, I try to do all this stuff honestly. You see what I'm saying? And maybe that's one of my problems. Maybe. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, it it, it don't take much. Because you'll sit there from time to time, you're like, I'm not going to run this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be about this whole thing. I remember when people were doing a lot of commentary videos back in the day, I used to be like this. Why in the world am I going to go ahead and make a commentary about somebody else that's similar to me that has about the same subscriber rate as I do. You know what I'm saying? That's punching down. If you're going to talk about somebody, you might as well punch up like you're supposed to. Which is why like, when you look at different publications about 
You know, Trump and the policy and all that kind of stuff. See, Trump's not special. He wants you to think he is. He wants you to think he's untouchable. But when I see articles about him, I want to see factual evidence based on it. Not because you don't like him, but because of how he's affecting the world. That's how that goes. And the same thing goes for like the movie industry. If you don't like the way the movie industry is hidden, go ahead and write about it. Talk about it. Be about it. But I don't care about how you feel. Much in the same way a lot of y'all <laughs> probably don't care about how I feel about it. You know? But I try to give you factual evidence on it. That's the whole point. And then use your independent thought. If somebody out here is popular and telling you all this stuff, you know, just be a little skeptical from here to there. Check it out. Fact check if you have to. Go on Snopes. See if it's legit. And if it's not legit, well, hell. That person was wrong, weren't they? It's one of them kind of things. Because, see, one way or another, we're consumers. We're the biggest consumers on this planet. If you're in America, you are part of the large consumption machine here. That includes me, too. And then after a while, you got to look at what you've subscribed to and invest in. And then you have to ask questions, do I keep subscribing and investing into this kind of material? Because it might be a royal pain and it might be a lot of lies. And if you're lying that much, and if it finally catches up to you, don't go ahead and flag anybody. Don't do any Matt Jarbo crap or any of this other stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say it, because you know what? That guy was notorious for flagging down bad credibility about him, even though he's done some of the stuff. And see, if you can't handle criticism, which I've always said before, you shouldn't be in the creative field. You should not have a YouTube channel. You should not have any of those things if you can't handle being talked about either negatively or positively. You see what I'm saying? And eventually you might have to address your haters at least once or twice. I'm going to have to do it. I'm sure plenty of other podcasters have done it. I'm sure once the uh, movie that I'm currently writing right now gets through its final stages, which, by the way, I'm going to let you guys know a deadline. At least by September 10th, that script needs to be done. And I will let you all know it as I keep going. And see, now at that point, I have no choice but to carry on, and I'm not going to be lazy. Feel me? All right. Well, let me be honest with you. I talked your ear off enough. And this is episode 110, finally getting somewhere here. <laughs> you know, we're not too far off from uh, 200, right? After all, you know, this this whole thing has been going pretty smooth. I'll be honest with you. Like, this this summer wasn't the best like last summer, but I've learned a lot. And things are motivating and getting where I want them to be. And then soon enough, you know, you got J360 TV backing up J360 Radio. And then, of course, you got the movies, and then you got pretty much J360 Productions as a whole coming together. And in case we need any writers or any sort of, you know, content creators under our brand or label, I'll keep you all posted in time, and we'll go from there, all right? But until then, I want you all to take care of yourselves. Use your independent thought. Pay attention to everything that's around you. Keep in mind of what you subscribe to, and then question everything. Because that's what a healthy mind should do. And while you're on the subject, you know, don't get offended. Don't get offended at all. But 
This is the J-Man signing off, and you all take it easy. Episode 111 will be coming next week on my original time slot, I promise. All right? Peace.